Hello, everyone. Welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino, and I'm your host. I have a bunch of emails that you sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to, and a couple of other things I want to fill my girls in about. I'm recording this on Friday because tomorrow I'm going away um, for a little bit until I, until after, you know, the holiday, the 4th of July holiday. So I'm excited about that. And I was like, let me get the epi, let me get the epi out on Saturday. Um, what do I have to fill you in on? I haven't watched any new shows. I haven't gotten, Ooh, you know what? I have a new item that you all need to go run. Don't walk, run and go get at Trader Joe's. If you follow me on Instagram, you already know. It's these little granolas, the, these little granola cl- clusters that are like cinnamon bun flavor. You're kidding. Girl, you're kidding because they taste like an actual cinnamon bun. It's insane. And it's granola and like it has frosting on it or like yogurt or something. You know, they like try and make shit healthy. But I had posted it on Instagram and this guy who's like, he's like a professional like golfer. He DMs me and goes, that's not good for you. And and girl, one thing about me, I can't do it anymore. I can't. I, I didn't hire you as a nutritionist. Why don't you go to the damn golf course? Because one of us is not minding our own business and it's not me. So that freaking pissed me off and grinded my gears. But anywho, that's a new item at Trader Joe's. Really recommend it. I really do. And what else? I went on a date the other day. It was great. And then yesterday I was in the city and I'm walking down the street and there's this guy who like, he's like, Carly, Carly, like waving at me. And I'm like, who's this hot? He's so hot. And I'm like, who's this hot guy that's like saying hi to me? This is so weird. And then I realized it was a guy that I dated years and years ago. Okay. And like a really long time ago. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I like forgot how hot this guy is. And he was like, what's going on? Like, do you have a boyfriend? I'm like, stop. Like, what, what is going on? And then I went out last night with my friend to this restaurant and I was waiting for the bathroom and this guy comes up, guys, something's, something's going on with the universe with me because I I'm by, I'm fighting these guys off with a damn stick. Okay. I'm waiting for the bathroom. This guy like stands behind me. Like he's waiting to get in the bathroom too. And he's like, I really like your outfit. And, and like, to be fair, I don't blame him. Cause I was wearing espadrilles and I feel like he, like he appreciated that. And I love that. So I was wearing my little espadrilles and I was wearing a little denim um, romper with a stop guys, like a little ascot around my neck. And it was cute. And I had my basket and I don't want to talk about it because it's the cutest fucking outfit ever. So I understood where he was coming from with that. And I was just like, Oh, of course he likes my outfit. Like I'm wearing espadrilles. And he was like, can I get your number? Girl, I was gone not five minutes to go to the bathroom. And I came back and I said to my friend, I said, I just gave a guy my phone number in the, when I, in the bathroom line. She was like, what the hell? No, because it's too crazy now. The universe is doing something. They're throwing all these guys at me. But anywho, that's that, you guys. Um, I love how I just like, in my head, I just think that men know what espadrilles are and really like espadrilles. <laughs> but there's something in the air. Everybody's everybody's feral, you know? It's it's the summertime. Summertime in New York City. I don't know. It, it, 
if you live here, have you guys been seeing these flies, these like swarms of flies running around like tiny little fruit fly, like gnats in the street? Forget it. I ate a few. They were ending up in my eyeballs. I was walking down the street. I'm like, what is this? I thought it was the like, you know, fog. Thought it was dust or debris of some sort. And then I'm like, is that bugs? What the hell? I didn't sign up for that. Did not sign up for that. Tell you that much right now. But anywho, you guys, we're going to get into these emails. What else did I have to tell you? There was no, there was no, maybe it'll come to me. Told you about the Trader Joe's. Oh, what am I drinking? I'm drinking out of my 64 ounce stainless steel water bottle. Tap water. I got a, a sticker for my water bottle. It says, I got a lobotomy at Claire's. So, because one of you guys said you got to put stickers on your water bottle. So then I, I got that one. Um, anywho, let's get to these emails that you guys, again, sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Okay. Where are we going to start? Let's do this one. Checks all my boxes, but dot, dot, dot. That's the title. Hey, Carly and the sweet baby kitties. I'll just jump right in. I started going out with this guy from Hinge two weeks ago, and we've been on two dates, and he's the nicest person I've ever met. He opens the door for me. He's super respectful and just treats me in a way that I've never been treated. And again, it's only been two weeks. After the first date, I thought he was so cute. And then I saw him again yesterday, and I didn't find him as attractive as the first time. We ended up having a four-hour date, and the time just flew by. He made out with me at the end of it, but I didn't get any ants in my pants if you catch my drift. I'm wondering if you think chemistry can grow or maybe I'm gaslighting myself into not liking him because he's the opposite of the fuck boy that I usually go for. I love you kiss right on the lips. And then she gives a fuck, marry, kill, which is a cat fuck, marry, kill, which is feels it feels. Hold on. Let me just let me just uh, copy and paste that. But. Okay, so this is kind of hard, right? Because of course you want to be with somebody that you're physically attracted to. But I do think that maybe you're um, doing the thing where we self-sabotage. You might be doing that. And I think if you were attracted to him the first time around, um, you know, first date you were attracted to him, second date you were like, meh, I think you should give it another chance. If you're really not feeling that, like spark that you want to feel, then I would probably end it sooner rather than later. If you just feel like there's no chemistry, maybe you guys, maybe you feel like you guys have more of a friend relationship. Um, and that has nothing to do with him actually being attractive because there's people who are so attractive, but I don't find them like, uh, like you just sometimes don't have that connection. And then in vice versa, maybe you're out with somebody who's not your regular type and you're like, oh my God, I'm so attracted to this guy. Like it's totally just the, the vibes. It depends on the vibes. Um, the other night I was, and this is just a sidebar. The other night I was on a date and the guy's so hot. And for some reason I showed him a picture of me wearing my sleeping helmet that I sleep, that I wear when I go to bed so that, uh, my mouth stays shut so that I don't have my mouth gaping open the entire night. Cause it triggers my TMJ and then my migraines. So I wear like a, it's like a head, it's like a head, uh, you know, like a chin strap. And I don't know why I did that. And I was on my way home and I said, I probably shouldn't have shown him that picture. It's so weird. And then I was like, he's not going to call me tomorrow. And then he did. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. 
Anyway, that had nothing to do with your email, but it just reminded me because it was a good first date. But all right. I think you should keep see I think you should see him at least once or twice more so you can really see. Cuz maybe you were just having an off day, maybe you weren't, I don't know. But I wouldn't prolong it if you know for a fact that you're not into him like that. Cause that's not really fair to him, you know, not me hitting my elf bar. Okay. Let's see. This one says late night thoughts and embarrassing. Hey, Carly, cutie and the babies, longtime listener, first time writer inner two things. Tony Romo looks like a gosh darn laughing cow. Looks like the laughing cow, true or false, pick evidence attached. And number two, I almost sent this email from my whole ass work email by that's so embarrassing. Let me see. I don't even know who Tony Romo is. I'm not a sports person. Okay. The side by side that she sent and the face that he's making, it's giving laughing cow. And wait a minute. I never noticed that the laughing cow has gorgeous little cheese earrings. What the hell? I want those. They're little earrings with tiny little cheese wheels. Stop. I'm crying. Is that is, is that just like for this specific photo? Hold on. Let me see. The laughing cow. I, I got to know. <gasps> she has earrings on, girls. I didn't know she was one of the girlies. No, because we love to see female representation. <gasps> the way that I need earrings like that. Stop. I'm crying. That's so cute. But yeah, that is embarrassing um, to send that from your work email. Imagine. I love uh, the the Tony Romo content as well. Something we've never had before on the podcast. First for everything. Okay, you guys, a quick word from our friends. This week's Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by Better Help. Life is full of decisions and it is important to make sure that the choices that you make align with who you are and what your goals are, whether you're dealing with decisions about your career, relationship, or anything else. Therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life. When you're in tune with what's really important to you, making decisions becomes so much easier. BetterHelp's online therapy is an amazing way to get to know yourself. It is totally online so you can work around your schedule and do therapy whenever and wherever it's convenient for you. If that means therapy on the that's awesome. If you're tuning in from under the covers on a hard day, that's okay too. I absolutely love this. I think the convenience of it really makes it a lot more helpful as well because sometimes if you're like me, even getting up, getting out of the house and going somewhere is like a chore. So I think it's really helpful and just nice to be able to do it out of the comfort of your own home. They're really positive about if you, um, you know, feel like your therapist isn't a match, You, they will switch you to somebody else. And I love that as well, because sometimes it's just, it's not a match. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch at any time for free. No questions asked. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash secret keepers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash secret keepers. We also have my absolute fave, Osea. We all know the drill with facial 
um, care. Don't sleep in your makeup. Use SPF. What about caring about the skin on the rest of your body? Osea is ready to help you get that summer glow. Their bestsellers body care set is on sale and it includes their TikTok famous Undaria algae body oil, body butter, anti-aging body balm, and salt of the earth scrub with TSA friendly sizes and included vegan leather bag. You'll be good to go wherever the summer takes you. I love this stuff. I've tried every single thing in this set. It's so nice, so luxurious, so beautiful on. It leaves my skin looking glowing and I just feel so fresh and clean. I love that they use the best ingredients possible. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, climate neutral certified. Not only do you get amazingly glowy skin, but you never have to sacrifice your values. This summer, get glowing, healthy skin with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea and don't miss the rare opportunity to try Osea's bestsellers body kit for 33% off and 10% off your first order site-wide with code secret at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order, which you know the girls love that, and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code secret for 10% off. oseamalibu.com, code secret. All right. This next one says, my ex-bestie invited me to her baby shower. Hi, Carly and the sweet little boys. Just when I thought I'm over a friendship breakup, this girl strikes again. Here's a backstory. I had a friend of over a decade who was quite the narcissist and treated me wrong. For example, she said, why did you blow up to me after showing her my prom picture from 10 years ago? And when I said, hey, you know, I have body image issues, she just looked me up and down and shrugged. Ew. What a bitch. Or another example, uh, the group I went snowboarding with, which included her last minute, made me sleep on an air mattress. I paid $170 to, wow, sleep at this Airbnb on this thing. And the air mattress, it was deflated to the ground. And when I made a nice comment of, I guess tonight I'll have to put couch cushions under it. She said rudely, well, I guess we'll have to get a better fucking air mattress next time. Um, There is no next time, babe. That was a final straw. What the fuck is this girl's problem with you? She has done such a long list of terrible things to me that would consist of a 50-part email. Months later, and distracting myself to figure out this friendship continuing or not, I reposted something about toxic friendships and protecting your peace, and she freaked out, texted me saying that it was clearly about her, and she never did anything to me. Clearly, she knew she was full of crap and went through how wrong she treated me. Uh, Yeah, if if my best friend posted about toxic friendships, I wouldn't even it, I wouldn't even think that it was about me. The fact that she thought she the fact that she said she was obviously about her, like there she is. That's her, that's an admission of guilt to me. Um, I wanted to talk to her about the things that were so hurtful, so we can better our friendship. But she last minute canceled on me and freaked out again when I said. I respect her canceling, but it just hurts. She clearly doesn't want to face any negativity about herself. Then my people pleasing gives too many chances and bad people um, reach out with the whole long thing. And I apologize, which I know I shouldn't have. And she responded with a, I feel the same. So let's talk soon. She never apologized. Then we agreed on a day. She canceled and asked me to hang out that weekend. I gave her a Sunday and time and she never responded. So I never followed up because I deserve better. Yes, you do. I agree with you. So tell me why a month later, after feeling at peace, I opened my email and there's a freaking baby shower invite to her goddamn baby shower. I checked my mail on Saturday, nothing. Sunday, there's no mail. 
And this was an invite delivered on Monday, the day after I was, it was due to RSVP. Oh yeah. Well, we, we know what this is. Um, by the post date on the envelope, she sent it that day and it, that it was due RSVP by all my friends, as well as me think that she did it on purpose to make me feel happy that she invited me, but not too long to respond. Yes. Since it would be a late response. I ripped that shit up and blocked her. I don't think that I need any advice, but if you have any, please give. I'm writing um, this in so many other girlies out there who may be getting treated the same way and a toxic friendship can know their worth. And instead of wiping tears over bad friends, wipe them away out of your life instead. Oh, that's a thousand percent true. I think this is a very common thing. And she says, P.S. Here's my cat. Hold on. I got to look at the cat. Sorry. <gasps> the cat is cute. The cat is sleeping like she's tired. So cute. Kind of a mix of Stanley and Robert cutie. Um, yeah, with the, with the late invitation, it could be what you said where she was like, I don't want to give her, she, she wanted it to be a little bit more last minute, but also when people are sending out invitations to things, whether it's a shower an engagement party, a wedding, whatever it is, they have a list of like, they have like an A list and a B list. Right. And they go by how many no's like they have like their necessity people where it's like your besties, your family, the people closest to you. And then if they get a bunch of no's, then they go to the next list. Do you know what I'm saying? I've been on that list before. I've gotten invitations for shit that like was the RSVP was two weeks before. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you're just trying to fill, you're just trying to get butts in the seats. And one thing about my tush, I'm not going anywhere where I'm on the B list. Hell No. I'm not, I'll send you a little something from your registry, but I'm not taking my tushy there if I wasn't wanted there in the first place. So it could have been that. And I hate that shit. That happened to me at a wedding for a wedding once. And I was like, girl, please, your wedding is like soon. But I think it was like, they have this venue. A lot of people said no, because it was a destination wedding. And I was like, no, I was like, kiss my freaking caboose. I think destination wedding is the thing now, right? Everyone I talk to, it's like, oh, I have a wedding. It's like, oh, I have a wedding in Greece. I have a wedding in Italy. It's like, what happened to getting married at the parking, in the parking lot of a venue on Long Island? You know? <laughs> what happened to getting married at the courthouse? But um, yeah, I think also it's part of what you said too, where she like wants to cover her own ass and and she doesn't want to look like the bad guy. Like she's doing these things because she like she knows that if she invites you you can never say like oh well she didn't invite me to her you know baby shower she wants to kind of tick all the tick all the boxes but yeah get 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 her out of your life i'm sorry but no we don't need people we don't need friends like that hey with friends like that who needs enemies <sighs> right the girls know um this one says Oh, wait. Sorry, I just want to make sure that I have the okay. Okay. So this one says, wait, where am I supposed to start? This is confusing me. Okay. You know what? I might have to skip it because I don't, I can't figure out, I can't figure out where to start that one. 
it was like two emails and then the, there was a first one and a follow-up. And I don't know if it was a follow-up for the first one that I already read on the podcast. And, and to be fair, let's see. Okay. This one says, Carly, please. Carly, the queen and the perfect princess. Oh, well, thank you so much. Long time listener. I love you such a long time. Sorry. I'm so high. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> what are you high on mushrooms or something? But I really need your opinion on this topic. I have been seeing this guy for about two months and it's been great. We simultaneously have amazing chemistry. He's charming, sweet, funny, considerate, and hot. We made it quote unquote official last night. Cool. In parentheses, she has fun. Yay. I've spent the night at his place twice. And each time he didn't brush his teeth before bed, even as he watched, he washed, watched me brush my teeth in the mirror. So don't get me wrong. I like my men a little manly, you know, including the smells, but bad oral health just seems so gross. So I guess what I'm asking is, do I tell him? And if I do, how do I tell him without being a bitch? Thank you in advance. Here is a picture of us just for fun. By the way, I love your basket purse. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Let me see. You guys are cute. Oh, this is a cute couple. This is a cute couple. Oh my God, your eyes are like truly hazel, aren't they? Um, okay, so how do you bring it up without without hurting his feelings? You could just be like, maybe you could just play dumb and be like, I don't know how you could not brush your teeth before you go to bed. Like if I did that, I would feel, I just wouldn't be able to go to sleep or something like that. Like kind of like a throwaway. I don't know. Or why don't you just do this? Why don't you just like do the thing where like, like, why don't you just put toothpaste on his toothbrush and hand it to him? Like while you're putting toothpaste on your toothbrush, put it on his too. Like it's a casual, like this is like an act of love. You know, like, oh, I'm putting it on your toothbrush. Here you go. Let's let's brush our chompers here. I would do that first. And if that doesn't work, if he doesn't get the hint with that, I would just be like, well, you don't brush your teeth at night. You know. I think that's fair. This one says my summer love is leaving. Hi, Carly and the kitty cats. Day one listener, first time writer inner. <laughs> I need your words of wisdom and advice for a summer fling that is ending shortly. A few weeks ago, my friend brought her old roommate who I've never met to our weekly trivia game. We hit it off and he asked for my number at the end of the night. He immediately texted me and asked me out on a date. Two days later, we went on a date and it was great. Nothing spectacular, but it was a fun time with a gorgeous and sweet man. You know what? It says pick attach. I have to see. I have to see the gorgeous and sweet man in question before I read any further. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, just so I have an image in my head. All right. At the end of the night, he told me he wasn't looking for anything serious because he's moving to California in August for four to six years for his job. I originally thought, oh, cool, a summer fun fling. Fast forward a month later, and I've totally fallen in love with him. He's unlike any other person I've ever met. He's gentle, thoughtful, intelligent, and emotionally mature. He's someone that everyone loves and everyone trusts. Sometimes I feel like he's too good for me. No, we don't say that and we don't think that. We have so much in common in our lives and goals, lifestyles would gel so well. He's from the town over and he even knows my family who lives in that town uh, pretty well, in parentheses, small coastal town vibes. His only vice is that he's moving to the other side of the country. 
I feel so frustrated and angry because I finally found someone who's perfect for me and who I am perfect for. And it seems like we're meant to be. And the universe puts us in each other's lives for a reason. I swear I normally don't speak of men this way. (laughs) And Lord, if I have ever lied, I did not mean it. I'm 24 and I get involved in really deep and passionate, but temporary relationships. I always know that they aren't going to last and they're not my person. I feel like I found my person and knowing our connection and our similarities slash differences that are so complimentary. I have a hard time believing that he doesn't feel the same way. I love him. And I don't think I've ever actually been in love because I've never felt these feelings before. He told me the other day that he's leaving at the end of July now. And I feel so heartbroken writing. This makes me feel emotional and sick to my stomach. We've talked about our future and there really is no future. I'm in law school for another two years. He's going out West. I'm trying to go with the flow, but both of our feelings are so involved. We've expressed that we didn't prepare to have fallen like this. What do I do? I don't want to back away. I love being with him, but I want to spare my heart. XOXO, please send me the fur baby kisses as I try and cope with this heartache. Um, Okay. So, oh, girl, I feel so bad for you because this is a shitty situation and I've been in it. I've been in it. Um, you know, I, I feel like this happened to me fairly recently where I just felt kind of frustrated because I felt like this is a person that if the circumstances were easier, um, we would be together. We just would, there's no doubt. And, and we both felt that way and we both feel that way, but in order to sustain a relationship like that, you kind of have to like both people have to be 1000% in and, and both of us are just not all there, you know? Um, and I think it's a really mature thing to acknowledge, but that didn't make it any easier. Um, because the, the, the feelings were, the feelings are strong and, and a connection like that is very rare. Trust me. I've dated everyone in the fucking tri-state area. But you know what? I will also say it's not impossible to have a relationship like this. It's not impossible. So if you, if you're saying you love him, like, have you guys said you love each other? Did did he say that? Have you guys expressed your feelings and had like a, a serious conversation about it? Like where you both are at and what you're both willing to do? I know that when you first met, he was like, I don't want anything serious, but it seems like you've been spending a lot of time together and you've gotten really close. So to me, like it's worth a shot and you have to follow your heart, but do not, um, try and make it work. If he's not 1000% there because girl, it's just not going to happen then. But if he's like, yeah, I would definitely give this a shot and I want to try it with you. Then I think you should. Then I think you should, but it does suck. And I'm really sorry. Like, you know, I get it. I've been there before where just feels like right person and there's never a right time. And it's kind of story of my life, but it, oh my God, not me burping. Ew. Oh, that's gross. Um, okay. So this one says not that serious and an FMK. Hi, Carl and the kitty cats. A lighter question for the potty. Uh, plagues me this week in which I may be ripping off our beloved comfort TV show, Friends. Basically, my boyfriend and I enjoy a Weird Al song now and again. We also come up with some pretty funny parody songs based on (laughs) whatever we're doing at the time. 
Well, one night I was trying to get my boyfriend to lay down with me for a cuddle session. I started singing in Phoebe's iconic Hold Me Closer, Tony Danza, and he completely lost it. He thought it was the funniest thing that I have ever come up with. He also keeps quoting it to me. (laughs) It's been weeks and he's still quoting it. Should I tell him that it's from the show or keep letting him think that I made it up? Technically, I'm just not explaining that I'm quoting the show. I know for a fact he does not know that it's from Friends. Also, I wanted to chime in about dating a guy with no social media. It's honestly the best. My boyfriend is so down to earth, and I can tell that having no social media really plays a part in that. He has a Facebook and Instagram accounts, but he only uses them for group messages and his high school and college friends. It is evident that in his personality, he stays socially aware because he's only exposing himself to trusted sources and not spiraling people on the internet with conspiracy theories. Not saying that that's everything. I've just dated a guy that spiraled fast because of Twitter and well, enough said. He also is so well-spoken and so original. He truly doesn't let opinions of others control how he feels about himself or for me that ma- or me for that matter. Anyway, I highly recommend dating a guy with little social media everyone deserves a little bit of a break from it. It feels so freeing. I uh, totally, totally agree with you there. And then she sent me a picture of her cat and of her, what else? Boyfriend and dog. Let me see. (gasps) The boyfriend and dog is cute. The dog is cute. They're on a lake and he's wearing a, a, you know, safety vest. Let me see the cat. Stop. Why does your cat have bangs? He has bangs. So freaking cute. And you know, I saw the pause. I'm done. Um, what would I do? What would I do? I can't believe he's never heard of Hold Me Closer, Tony Danza. I feel like that's like a common thing. Ah. I would probably be like this. I would probably go, you know, that's like a thing, right? Because it's not just from friends. You don't have to say it's from friends, but you could be like, yeah, it's like it's like a popular like thing. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. I don't know. I just like like I've always like heard that. Like it's been on TV. Say it like that. Like like he's make him feel crazy. (laughs) Gaslight him. Just be like be casual about it. I don't know. Be cool about it. Be casual about it. I would say. Right. Uh, let's see. That is too damn funny. Oh, people just sending me pictures of their cats. Thank you so much. This one says, what do Robert and Stanley think? Hi, Miss Carly. Tell me why I'm laying in bed high off my ass. And the only thing I can think about is Robert and Stanley. (laughs) Like, what do they think their mom is doing talking into a microphone every week with your vape pen, your laptop, and your 64-ounce stainless steel water bottle? Do you think that they have an imaginary friend? Do do they think that you have an imaginary friend that you're talking to? I mean, they see you do it on a weekly basis. Who do they think you're talking to when you're recording the podcast every week? I just wonder what's going through those little noggins. Anyway, here's three (laughs) three kisses on the lips for good luck. And then... um, She gives a good fuck, Mary kill. So you want to know what's so funny? Like when I'm recording, you guys always hear Stanley in the background because he he will like hear me talking and he's like, I'm not getting attention and I'm freaking out. So he starts losing it. And he does the same thing when I'm on the phone. He won't make a peep all day. And then my friend will call me and I'll be chatting with her and he'll start losing his mind to the point where I have to get off the phone. 
because I'm like, girl, I can't even, it, I'm talking and, and it's pissing him off and, and I can't. So right now he's sleeping. I think that like, I talk on the phone a lot. So I think that they probably are used to me just like chatting, but no, you're right. Whenever I set my microphone, whenever I set my mic up and all of my stuff, they get a little weird though. They do. They're like, what's up with the real estate on the kitchen table? You know? But motherfucker, what the hell? Hold on on there. Okay, got it. Oh, Robert's stretching. Uh, Cutie. Sorry, guys. I lost my, I lost my, uh, for some reason, my mic disconnected. I didn't touch anything. Okay. This one said, is this awkward? This one says, is this awkward or am I awkward? Probably both. Hi, Carly. I don't even know how to summarize this question, but here's an attempt. I'm still friends with this guy who I was super in love with in high school, which for us was over 10 years ago. We never quote unquote officially dated, but we both acknowledged after the fact that we were each other's first love. We met in pre-college program and didn't live close to one another. So we never had a typical high school relationship but he was a huge part of my adolescence and our friendship was obviously influential for both of us. This continued into college and never had a definitive ending point. We both just kind of got over it and started dating other people. We're very much on the friend level now and we've moved on with our romantic lives, but we definitely had a complicated relationship for like five years. He means the world to me and is one of my closest friends. And I don't think of him as a romantic partner anymore. I've absolutely no reason to think that he still has feelings for me. We've been through a lot together as friends and as people and have evolved a ton since being our teenage selves. And I value our friendship like he's my family. I just met his new girlfriend for the first time a few weeks ago, and we've been hitting it off. I met her at a big group hang and and made an effort to spend time chatting with her since he seems really happy in the relationship. And I obviously want to be welcoming if he's happy. I get the sense that she was doing the same with me because she was very much, why haven't I met you yet? And we both had heard a lot about each other. She quickly got my number from him. And since then we've hung out a few times. I have absolutely no idea what she knows about my background with him. And I don't know if that's particularly relevant. I'm with somebody else and have been for years. We're very happy. And my past with her boyfriend is ancient history to the both of us, but it hasn't always been like that. She's met my boyfriend and knows that I'm not thirsting after hers. I would never bring this up, but I feel so awkward hanging out with her and feeling like I'm lying by omission. I feel like it's on him to tell her if she cares at all, which she very well might not. I really like her and we have a lot in common. I started, I really enjoy spending time with her. And I also haven't talked to him about my friendship with her since we started hanging out largely because I don't think it's necessary. He gave her my number. He knows what's going on. He's also FaceTimed us when we're out and asked her if she's with me when we're out together and invited me over through her. I don't think he feels weird about it. I can't imagine ever mentioning our very distant past to her for any reason, but I'm also like, I wonder if she knows about that. She hasn't mentioned it at all, though we've talked about their relationship pretty extensively. He's the reason I know her, but I have no idea what's going on. I honestly hope he's told her everything, but I feel so awkward. What would you do? Oof. Okay. So this is, you're so right. This isn't your, your place. This is not your place. Like, I think that if anything, like you can like say to him, like, oh, does she know that we had like a thing? You know, you guys are friends and he'll understand why you're asking that question. I mean, it's a completely understandable question, but I do think that he should probably, you know, casually mention it to her at least because 
it might be something that if he doesn't say to her um, now and she finds out later, she'll be like, well, if it wasn't a big deal, why didn't you tell me about it? You know, I think you're in the clear, though, because you have absolutely no responsibility to tell her that, you know, it's just so not your place. And if it ever comes up, you could be like, girl, I thought you knew. I don't, I don't know. I think it's fine though, because she obviously doesn't see you as like a threat to her relationship. Right. Otherwise she wouldn't be wanting to hang out with you. It seems like you guys get along really well. So I, I think that like, if she did find out about it, she would go, Oh, that I could see it. You know, like, I don't think that she would be mad because listen, you can't get mad at someone from their, for their past. Let's not be crazy. Let's not be cuckoo. But I think it's fine. I would I would definitely talk to him about it, though, and just be like, listen, as a woman, I would probably just like if you just like casually mention it, I would feel better about it than me finding out in a year when somebody we're at a party and somebody makes a joke about it or, you know, it, his mom says something about it or just like, you know, it's going to come up eventually. Like, just just tell her. Because it's really not that serious. Um. Let's see. This one says trivia or punani. Oh, and then she gives wow. And then she gives a good she gives a good fuck Mary Kill. Hold on. She started out this email with with a fuck Mary Kill, which is so wild. Okay. This one says, My dearest Carly, I recently discovered a red flag that I never knew I would have to experience. I'm truly in shock about how ridiculous it was, but I just had to share it with you. The guy I've been seeing for over two years in parentheses with no label because he can't commit, but also doesn't want me romantically involved with anybody else. But he is truly the main red flag. But anywho, yeah, girl, that is a red flag. She said, we talked earlier in the day about hanging out and having sex. I told him I was free after six and figured I secured my dick appointment. Tell me how it's almost 6 p.m. And I text him saying, hey, are we still good for six? And he replies with, hmm, have sex or go to trivia night. This man was truly conflicted. It was a really tough choice for him. I told him, forget it. Don't worry about me. I'll make the choice easy for him. And he said, well, how about you come over at six and then leave at seven so I could go to trivia? (laughs) Wow. I'll give him some trivia. Who's the guy that's never getting laid again? Ugh. She says, listen, I love a good trivia night, especially if it's happy hour and I'm in good company, but bitch, there is no way that trivia is that important to him. I was in competition with trivia night. I truly didn't think my life would come to this. Anyway, after he realizes I'm upset, he said, fine, no trivia it is then. Hell no, I don't want your grubby little bar trivia fingers touching me with a goddamn 10 foot pole. Bottom line, if he has a Snapchat and chooses trivia over you, he's probably not the man of your dreams. Very true. Kiss you right on the lips. Also, here's a picture of my fur children with their shoes on. Stop. How cute. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. So cute. Not with their shoes on. Stop. I love them. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like, to me, it's like if a guy, if a guy, like, listen, if you want to go out and go to trivia and whatever, when I ask you to hang out, probably just say, like, you're busy. You don't have to give me the deets. Let me let me think you're going out and, and hooking up with somebody else. I'd rather that than thinking of you 
getting excited to answer trivia questions instead of hooking up with me. I'm all set. I'm all set on that. And that is, you want to know what? There you go. You got the ick. I was talking to my friend the other day and uh, she was talking about like, she's trying to give herself the ick. And I'm like, girl, there's so many scenarios you can picture a guy in where you it'll like immediately give you the ick. I'm going to tell her that one. Picture him in trivia night instead of instead of going out with you. Okay. All right, you guys, let's do this fuck Mary kill. Buzz Lightyear, Tarzan, or Kronk from the Emperor's New Groove. Let me ref- let me just give get a refresh on Kronk. Emperor's New Groove. Oh, he's hot too. He does have like a he has a Dwayne the Rock Johnson kind of vibe because he's he has big shoulders. He has big shoulders. Let's see. Hmm. Okay. Tarzan. Wow, this is hard. Tarzan Buzz Lightyear. What does Buzz look like without the helmet on? Buzz Lightyear. No helmet. Does he have hair? Not that I care. I love a baldy, but oh, he has like a hat. He has a he has like a cap. Okay, so we don't really know what's going on under there, to be fair. I love his chin, but I don't know. I I like that he's an astronaut. You know, he has great qualities. I don't want to seem like I'm shitting on him, but Tarzan's sexy as hell. Tarzan's a simple man, too. Tarzan and then Kronk. Let me see. Let me see a couple more pictures of Kronk. See Kronk? Okay. Emperor's New Groove. I never saw Emperor's New Groove. I think I'm going to marry Kronk because he does seem like he could... He would help me around. He would help me with stuff that I needed fixed. Tarzan, I don't know if he has it in him, to be honest with you. He might just be a little, he's bouncing around a little bit more. So I might have to, I'm going to fuck Buzz. I'm going to kill Tarzan. So sorry about it. But I'm going to marry Prong. And that's just going, I don't know his personality. I could be just picking the absolute wrong answer, but just, I think that that's the right answer. Anywho, you guys, I love you. I hope you have a great weekend, great week. And you can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week. Bye.